Raj. There we go. We ready? So, uh, do you ever talk in like, uh, I mean, is it English 100% of the time for you or what? So, English is kind of my first language, but since I was raised in New Jersey, Gujarati is what I spoke at home. So, I still kind of had an accent till about age seven or eight. So, it was really Gujarati. interesting. Yeah, Gujarati, what? which is like, Never a, even heard of it's that. a subsidiary of Hindi. So, you oh. want to say, what is your name in Hindi is Tumaranam Kya Hey. In Gujarati, it's Tarunam Suche, so it's very confusing, but wow, <laughs> happy to have mastered it. All right, say some, say, say like, uh, like, welcome to the show. Bada Bayo Beno Atare Andarawa Pragarma Sho Chalutaiche. Toss to Turban. Turban's in for the touchdown. Have fun, play with some heart, play with passion. Turban is in. He gets the call on second down and goal and pushes it through. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Raj (laughs) Ravel. All right, welcoming you to the show, another episode of Turbo Talk. Very special guest. I've already mentioned his name. You may not know him. He's one of those guys that moves under the surface. Low-key, my type of guy. Okay. Yeah. His name is Raj Ravel. Don't want to forget, obviously, the beautiful, enjoyable, lovable mm-hmm. co-host of mine. Okay. Bridget mm-hmm. Case. All right. Former cheerleader, San Diego so. Chargers, when they were in San Diego, of course. And uh, go Ducks, right? Oregon Ducks. Go Ducks. Former cheerleader as well for them. Wearing all those different. Did you guys get as many uniforms? Yeah, we had as, like as, 50. Really? Yeah. So, oh, it's you like know a what? myriad actually, of colors, right? Actually, yeah. that <laughs> is, I'm surprised. Usually it's like the cheerleaders no. is like, oh, yeah, just get, you know, here's some, uh-uh. here's some uniforms. Are you kidding? Uh-uh. You know? No, no, no. Because like Nike, I mean, we were married to Nike, so... We had different. We had to match exactly what the players were wearing. So if we had dark greens that day, it was dark greens. If it was black and yellow, black and yellow. Wow. Crazy. No yeah. I, I, camos. We had camo. True and through outfit changes. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really happy to hear that. That that, that that's really cool. You guys know I went to Utah State yeah. University, mm-hmm. obviously. So uh, one of the uh, I, I don't know if he's like the CFO or or whatever it is. He's actually in one of those top positions. Went to uh, Utah State, works for Nike. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, it was just a shame that we uh, didn't get as many Perks. Uh, uniforms and yeah. stuff like that, maybe because we didn't win on Multiple outfit changes. But we're not going to talk about that. That's a, that's a <laughs> conversation. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Raj Ravel on the show. Uh, man, huge in the social media world. Totally. Look at Producer. his jacket he's wrapping. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Pedialyte. Shouts to Pedialyte. Okay, talk about that. Yo, you got to get that hydration up with our it friends. It looks like one of those, like it looks like one of those, like mechanic, mechanic you know, yeah. like yeah. type so jackets. They do this really, really dope thing. I've just started tagging them in a bunch of posts because everyone was using it for rehydration. And the thing right. is, it was a hydration like juice formula specifically for babies. Then they started this whole for marketing babies. campaign yeah. going not for babies because they realized a bunch of people twenty one plus are using it for hangover cures in the morning yep. and <laughs> hydrating and yeah. coming back with it. Athletes and are using it for cramps. Athletes yeah. are you using know? it for cramps and yeah. it's. It's being used for stomach viruses and things like that. What? And yeah, I just started drinking it more and more and more. And my like just health and hydration was improving. And I took priority on that. But when I started tagging them, they asked me for my address and started sending me these dope like oh. surprise and delight packages wow. with like coats and, and like water bottles and wow. tumblers and 
snuggies and blankies and socks and everything you could think about it. And um, yeah, it's it's they're just super awesome and one of the best people in social because they really talk to their audience. Yeah. And they really want to get feedback from them. So yeah. shout out to them. I'm seeing their HQ uh, hopefully in, uh, this upcoming week. So where's yeah. their HQ? It's in Columbus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I feel like you kind of set that up, man. I, yeah. I feel like it's like one of those things that you plan but not really plan at the same time because you're into the you know, the, 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 the social media world. I mean, you mm-hmm. were there when it started, yeah, when it really, started, really, yeah. really from the beginning. And it's a really amazing what can transpire just by simply tagging somebody exactly uh, right. on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a, in a photo, yep. you know, and that's uh, how you build community and that's how you kind of just genuinely digitally become friends is what I say. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. It's not cold emailing or everything. It's like, what's right. up fam? How you doing? Yeah. And they're talking about you directly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Even when they go deep dive in your profile, like I'm a huge, uh, huge, huge Radiohead fan, the band. And mm-hmm. they were like, yo, we were at this show, too. That's so nuts. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, right. you, you know your stuff or did a three Google searches, which to me is great. That's knowing your yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, let's start from the beginning then. Yeah. OK, so so, you know, you got the relationship with Pedialyte. Yeah, right? but, but but even before all of that, you first got into the social media world. Uh, through Avatar, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, so and, and this was very uh, long time this ago. Was what, like during a time where you know, social media having jobs in the social media. Yeah, world, all probably. I had was Facebook. Like, yeah. yeah, MySpace died. Facebook was starting. MySpace was right. completely dying out that year, and my Facebook MySpace page was clean though. Man, <laughs> was it dope? Who were you talking about? Yeah, who was your top eight? The music in the background. Oh yeah. I see you the have sparkles, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like dark and had like the little stars oh, yeah. in the background, you know. My, my, my space it's that dope. design, man. You know, it helps you stand out like a unicorn. That's right. why I loved like MySpace. Then we got homogenized with Facebook, but then Facebook turned into what it is today. Yeah. And it's like yeah. essentially a media conglomerate. Yeah. But yeah, it was it fascinating. Really it really took over. In 2009, it was just Facebook and Twitter that we were focusing on. Right. And the cool thing about Avatar was, so it was like my first gig in the industry. I was an 18-year-old kid on the Fox lot, oh literally gosh. slinging left and right. Two of like the best mentors I ever had, who I'm you, still homies with. How did you get with. the job? I got the job through one of my friends at my university who had an internship at the Fox lot the year before. Wow. She taught this class during our winter term that Matt Rogers and I took. Shout out to okay. Maddie Raj. Uh-huh. And uh, it was great. We just, I kind of built that relationship, clicked, and she was like, I have an opportunity for you this summer if you want to go to Los Angeles. And then they said I was too young to take it, but then I said, I'm going to clean toilets, I'll scrub, I will be at the first one on the lot, last one out. On like the interview, I just started talking about, you know, my love for movies and content, and then I ended up getting a call, got it later, and then was in Los Angeles a month later, and just eight to eight on the grind, you know? And what was cool is digital marketing at the time, like marketing that term has changed because we were focused on so many of the aspects of how we're gonna use social media platforms and the internet to piecemeal kind of steps on what you can activate to see this movie because they were Mm -hmm. starting a new IMAX technology and really like bringing you into a universe. And I can full transparency say the movie is essentially Fern Gully, but that's what I love about it Mm -hmm. because it's one of those movies where you don't even need to speak English to watch it. The visuals tell the story itself. Mm. And social and apps, they gave us this like, game and route to unlock different parts of it and now avatars turned into the legacy that it has and we have three new movies coming out this decade so wow it's pretty sensational that that was the start and i realized okay wow this is the future of media the future of storytelling and the future of entertainment and i'm so glad to have stayed that digital route but stayed kind of with traditional creators but now it's all blended into one there's no yeah. such thing as traditional digital like you know it's all kind of coming together now yeah right. and it's exciting right now i before i ask you know really what you did differently, you know, from a social media standpoint, 
for Avatar, I, I really want to recognize the fact that you went into the the, the, the interview, you know, and you said, listen, I, I'm really, I'm basically willing to do anything. I'm going to show you my best effort. Yeah. All right. In order to get this job. Mm-hmm. All right. And show you w- what I can do. Yeah. Okay. Of and then now, I mean, it, it, you know, going from that and, and, and seeing, you know, what you've built and what you've done and, and, and the connections that you have today is truly amazing. But, you know, I remember when I was in college, just one, I'm a little bit of a storyteller. Yeah. So tell yeah. This quick of course. Story. And uh, and uh, I was going to get my first summer job. Mm-hmm. Right. And. Yeah, I, I started working at Home Depot, and I was like, man, they got me, like, outside in the heat. I mean, it gets hot in Utah, man, yeah. in the summer, you yeah. know, and I'm, like, lifting heavy oh, yeah. stuff. You know, I'm a big guy or whatever, right? But I like interacting with people, you know, mm-hmm. so so I'm like, man, I'm, I'm done with this, you know. So I go, and I, and I go to Best Buy, right? So I, I, I apply for the job at Best Buy, right? And uh, and they're like, okay, we'll get back to you. You know, I showed up at Best Buy every day in the same white polo shirt and same tan khaki pants for three weeks straight until wow. they hired me. Wow. And I'm just like, I'm just here, you know? I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm going to – I had a friend of mine. His name was Jeff. He worked there, you know, and he, he was like, you know, one of the assistant managers, so he knew about everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was like, man, I just want to work in video games. That's what I know. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I feel like I know that, and then I can expand from there. And like, man, this this uh, this persistency, like, like and, and, that, and that's how I got the job. And so I, I really – uh, relate to that with yeah, of you. Course. Just yeah. being persistent and, and, and really in, in some ways like selling yourself, you know, and be like, hey man, I'm willing, I'm coming here, I'm here, I'm willing to work hard, let me show you. Yep. you know, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's truly amazing. But but going back to the avatar, I think back at that time, right, generally, you know, you will get like updates on Facebook, right? Just, uh, you know, about the movie, when it's coming out, some of the things like that. And, and you took a different approach. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I was one of their like first creative interns on this project. And what was cool is all my bosses, they really wanted me part of the conversations and where we would go with this. And I said that I want to experience something in my hands that's part of the movie. And I want something that's going to activate me to go to the movie theater as a venue. Like our generation, we obviously grew up with the movie theater, loved the movie theater. That's where we had 100%. some of the best experiences of our yeah, life. I still love one. And we still, yeah, it's, it's the best of the best. But so then what the marketing team came up with was something called Avatar Day, which they were gonna utilize a myriad of IMAX screens across the nation and screen 20 minutes of footage. Now, mind you, there was no branding or logo for this movie. Internally there was, but it wasn't out. Comic-Con was gonna be the premiere of where mm. you're gonna see footage exactly. And this is pre comic Con footage leaking and all that stuff so it was interesting that happened and then all of a sudden three weeks later you have Avatar Day and people going to the cinemas lining up on what the hell is this James Cameron project that he's doing he hasn't given us a movie since Titanic Mm -hmm. I gotta go check this out and then everyone like in August it just went crazy people just going to see 20 minutes of a movie they were gonna see four months later and that to me was exciting it's because of the internet because of social because of giving all these kind of ambiguous puzzle pieces of what this movie really is and right. what kind of experience it's going to be. So that's awesome. it, it, to me, it changed the game from uh, not just a movie perspective content, just pop culture wise. Yeah. You know? And how we absorb content. Exactly. Or just that mind. Cause I feel like for the longest time, and even still probably like I've just the social media, I'm just not very good <laughs> with, Yeah. you know, still totally. Um, no, I feel you. I got off Instagram for two and a half years because for me it was so negative. So I know yeah. like when earlier, when you were talking about when we were talking off air about how, you really like to speak on the connection between social media and mental health. That's super important. Mm -hmm. And especially early on, like we didn't see that was more about like absorb fast, absorb, like who was getting there faster, who has the, I don't know, better like video out there, whatever. Yeah. The following comments, engagement. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing when you, you can't really in life, you can't have a comparison contest, but then, yeah. you know, the younger generation now, this is what they know. they know. This is how they consume content. They mm-hmm. don't, they, to them going to the movie theater is like annoying which blows my mind but like <laughs> it's literally don't you miss running away from cops when you're trying to get into an R-rated, R-rated movie, movie right like they can't relate For to real. that and the instant gratification <laughs> of getting something immediately or being able to find someone and it's just constantly comparing comparing but then I always counter that with it's what you consume and mm-hmm. what you see on your feed what you follow always yeah. follow people inspire you people that want yeah. Yeah. want to make you to be better and yeah. the best version of you where you can learn I say it's always a learning opportunity tool and mm-hmm. you can have breaks of some entertainment in there but you're going to do the infinite scroll and just get yeah. into a highlights reel of other yes, people's lives and it is a highlight reel of somebody yeah. like you yeah. don't see all the negative parts right. like yeah. I've really you tried to work on like getting since I got back on social media for I mean podcast reasons but like showing people hey it's more than just the positive the pretty face exactly the, the, right the strong athlete whatever it may be like we all go through stuff right. oh yeah and right. that's why i love the rock social media usage because with his following he has i always say if you have that big of a following you've earned your way there you're hustling you're still working mm-hmm. 10 times harder than the other person in the room to make sure that there yeah. is played on your family's table yeah. but him now utilizing those followers and being so transparent and yeah. sincere and really talking about mental health and really kind of pushing forward that it's okay not to be okay sometimes uh it was great because people yeah. needed to hear that he is he is the standard worldwide yeah. of an icon you know and it was so exciting to see that because we all have grown up with the rocks since circa 96 you yeah. know and seen him totally. go i was a huge different WWE yeah. yeah that's what i'm, I'm saying like, i was jumping off the couch doing elbow drops yep shit. yep same that you was me and mean? my brother like, too yeah, bro, i was a, doing it all and, and seeing him thriving the way he does and once again like he's not just one specific thing and yeah. now he can combat like talk about the importance of mental health and being transparent yeah. with one another. That's one good thing about the younger generation is right. them saying, you know, if there's a problem with me, it's not a problem. It's yeah. part of who right. I am. Right. And and I need to work with that and work on that. And but it's okay. That. And accept yeah. that. Because embrace even, the journey. Yeah, and embrace the journey. sports, it's like that. Like, exactly. I'm sure you felt like this. I felt this especially 100%. in college. Like, I didn't have those resources to reach out exactly. and get help. Like, I was kind of persecuted from my coach for mm-hmm. dealing with mental health issues or like my team teammates didn't understand what was going on with me mm-hmm. and I didn't have anywhere to go yeah now it's gotten so much better but I don't know and I think obviously like athletes setting a really good example of course. you know on social media saying yeah. like hey I need to get I get help this is normal um you know you should too yeah that makes for people it's a little bit of an issue I still feel like in the corporate workplace yeah of course because you're competing for jobs and right. I, I don't know bosses are weird about that but I'm sure you see that but right. workplace culture is also changing for the positive now it is with with transparency and more days off and like really just talking to one another you know and I think that's what I've I've been fortunate for working with so many excellent people that have inspired my work and pushed me forward and that's what's exciting see we're we're in a change of great times that's because social we're if people focus on the negative that's always going to exist everywhere Mm -hmm. in every single field everywhere we go but I think it's exciting for people like athletes and musicians that are starting to be so transparent that are seen worldwide yeah. that if they're doing it, if they're discussing this or taking time for this, I can do that too. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it doesn't constantly have to be a competition. Right. You compete because right. we want to be the best and bring the yeah. best out in ourselves. Right. It is okay to take a break, take time to yourself, yeah. log off the internet. And it's yeah. funny, like 
back in the late 90s, we used to leave the real world and plug in to go online to escape. Now sure. we plug out to escape back into the real world, right. oh which my is gosh, very fascinating. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's really it's amazing. It's very interesting, right? Yeah. Like going surfing the World Wide Web, yeah. you got mail, getting your going AOL. Going on AIM. AIM, the AOL CD-ROM you would get literally yeah. every four months to your household. Yeah, that's why it's it's a part of who we are, and it's, I think, important to have a diet with social, too, as well. Oh. And and it's just to keep yourself physically and mentally healthy. Because physical health is something that's been such a primary focus in culture for generations, yeah. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. But for sure. now we're finally discussing the important parts of it. And, I mean, I'm here for it, you know. There's yeah. so many, there's so yeah. many good things and changes that have come out. They're no, social with that. I so. mean, you know, I want to touch on a couple of things. You, you, you talked about the corporate world. Um, you know, I, I've been doing this internship yeah. over the last couple of weeks at, at StubHub headquarters in San Francisco. And it's part of my MBA program. Oh, excellent. And, uh, and so I'm there and I'm working in business development, right? I'm learning about business, right? And we're, 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 we're trying to, you know, make deals with, with these big companies, right? I mean, because but StubHub, essentially, they want to grow and become more than just selling tickets, of right? Of course, yeah. And, uh, and they want to be able to create um, better experiences, really VIP type, once in a lifetime type experiences, okay, for, you know, people buying tickets in, mm -hmm. to these events, whether it's a game or a concert, Etc. Right, and and the you know and the people there you would think it's like you know so competitive, but 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 really it, I mean it's so open. I mean like even yeah. the CF the CFO like took time to 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 come and speak to us, teach us about you know the business and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Right, everybody there is is uh, is so welcoming. Right, and uh, and 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 allowing us to really engage in the companies. You know, for example, like you know there's there's four of us in, you know in this program, and so. Uh, you know, like I said, I'm working in business development. And so, you know, we're on the phone with Bleacher Report. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. Discussing NFL draft or, or, or whatever and trying to curate, you know, these these, these package plans for people who, who want to, you know, have a VIP experience at the draft, mm -hmm. you know. And not only am I in the room, you know, with these guys making decisions and, and negotiating, uh, but I'm actually – I actually have the ability to interact. You yeah, know? Like, of hey, course. You know, mm -hmm. we've got Robert Turbin on the phone. He's under full NDA, da da da, and I'm able to kind of give my opinion and be a part of, of the conversation, yeah. As, yeah. If, as if I'm a real employee of StuffHub. You know, like how welcoming is that? Right. Yeah. I mean, they but they want your perspective, and they want your perspective. Totally different. Just it's like amazing. with, just like with them, when I was interning on Avatar, I was the key perspective that they wanted, yeah. or to test screen Why? something or see that. Yeah. He, biggest movie buff, go to the movie theaters mm. all the right. time. Used to work right. at a movie theater for five years. Movies, I think along with sports are the two glues across the world that Talk have no language that bring everyone together yeah. no matter what. And then the other point that I wanted to touch on was, you know, your point about The Rock, right? Yeah. And, and, and showing and embracing, you know, your, your, your struggle and stuff like that. Like, you know, so, you know, I mean, for, for athletes, for anybody, you know, going through a tough time, right? Usually we kind of want to be to ourselves, right? Well, we we're told that. We're yeah. like, we're I mean, trained that yeah. way. I think you know, that's the thing wanna... because we're trained that way to be like, oh, it's okay or toughen up or keep it tough or it right. cuff it right. up, keep it out. We've done this. Right. And it's like a generational thing because God. older generations yeah. were raised to believe that, which, yep. you know, they worked in different ways we do, but that's not the way the world works anymore. Yeah. And I wouldn't post anything. I mean, I was mm -hmm. completely, people were, you know, hitting me like, man, are you alive? You know, mm -hmm. like, and it was just like, man, I, I was almost uh, in fear of, of, of getting on social media because yeah. I'm, I'm not on a team anymore. I've gotten injured two years in a row now. You know, what, what, are, what are people like thinking of me? I'm probably a nobody to them. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's like, man, 
I got to a point and, and, and people were telling me, like, man, you got to embrace your dream. Show that story. Tell that story. Yeah. Put yeah. that Always. on Instagram. It's because when you, people want to, you know, people want to see that. And then I realized I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And I, and I, and I made it my goal is like, you know what? I want to be able to be a, a living testimony that, you know, like no matter how down you are, you know, you can really bounce back and, of course. and essentially, you know, find your way back to the top again, you know, for lack of a better You don't know who you're word, helping. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so embracing that journey, embracing that struggle and still being able to, uh, you know, what's the word? Maybe have enough uh, 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 courage. Yeah. Right. To, to display that right to, to your following is huge. Yeah. Because somebody so else big. who's following you is likely going through a similar situation. You know, right. and hearing from you can make their day. Like I always say, one smile or saying hi to someone can always make their day as well. But yeah. Yeah. them listening to that part of your journey, it, it might be pivotal to the rest of their day. Totally. And it's, it's really like inspiring. No, that as well. that's 100%. so true. Ever yeah. since I really started posting more about like my mental health journey and everything, I've gotten the randomest messages from people who are mm-hmm. like, you helped me get the courage to come out to my parents yeah. like, oh, cool. or to go awesome. see a therapist, things like that. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even know you, but just, you really just don't know. Yeah. People are being a lot more open. You know, yeah. you talk totally. about going like, yeah. ther- I've had three or four or five different people tell me, yeah, I'm seeing a therapist. And, mm-hmm. and that was something that you would kind of keep to oh, yourself mm-hmm. back in the day. Oh, back, I've seen a therapist you know? for 15 years and I just started talking about yeah. it. Oh, like, back while, in like the 90s, I remember, especially and in Indian culture, Indian and Asian culture it was so taboo to talk about totally. mental health. It was the tough now, but now it's very transparent and people are being out there and just talking about it as it should be in casual conversation. I mean, it's like going to a doctor's. To do it. Yeah, like going to a doctor's appointment for a checkup. You have a cold. You go to get this cold remedy from a doctor. Yep. Right. Same thing. You're getting medicine by speaking to someone who is a trained professional in that field and you are only going to be boosted in a certain way and not specifically have all the answers and that's a good thing because you will learn to figure them out on your own yeah. and have the courage to do them in an amplified and a steadier level. So. Right. right. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Raj, Raji. There we go. Rabble. ASAP Raji. I'm sorry. <laughs> Raj Ravel on the show. I, I, I jumped the gun there. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at ASAP Raji. Okay. R-A-J-Y. Okay. Uh, huge in, 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 into music. He's got a hat on. Obviously, his, his Instagram, like I mentioned, is ASAP Raji. His hat that he's got on says Raj against the machine. Yo, okay. I need to merch this at Coachella this year. <laughs> just like Seriously. get like 40 of them and just give them out to people that look before, good. Before you dive into what, what you do in the music world, kind of kind of go into how you came up with the uh, your your Instagram handle. You tried to get Raj against the machine first. <laughs> so I tried to get Raj against the machine. Okay. It's, that, it's that DM slinging game. I'm telling you, people are taking out these dope handles and refused to give him up. And so I, somebody had it before you. Before you yeah, okay. and I DM'd Raj against the machine. I was so kind. I was like, yo, can I possibly get this? He's like, yeah, like $3,000 Venmo oh me. Like gosh. holding a handle hostage, which oh, is what kids are funny. now doing for even traditional celebrity handles or during like an NFL draft or something. But So I was funny. not able to get that. So ASAP Raji became the brand because the ASAP mob was on the come up and it just rolled off the tongue and totally. all of a sudden just became like a thing I couldn't change. And it's really fascinating because when people Google me, they can only find like a link in and two articles I'm on, but then you Google ASAP Raji, then a bunch of stuff comes up. Oh, wow. That's so, so it's like funny. its own moniker that yeah. kind of gets kept to a certain That's really way. become the brand. Yeah, it's become awesome. the brand, and I got to kind of keep it alive. And, you know, I, my feed, I, it's mostly just pictures of my girlfriend. Shout out, Britt. Love you. And um, going to shows and movies and just doing, uh, showing more like storytelling, but also just like enjoying life. But, yeah, of you know, showing the downs too. You yeah. know, don't, totally. you know, gotta, we don't got to keep those out. But yeah. I'm very fortunate for social and the fact that it's even turned into a job right. and made a career for so many people, not just myself. So. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So you, so you rap, 
right? I do. You, uh, you produce. Yes, I do. Um, you know, dive into that a little bit. Who have you produced for? What what kind of things you rap about? You know, cause I mean, you know, like I, I can do a simple. Here, you, know? you know, you we got to get on the mic, but you know, I always do my simple Eric B and Rakim. Like, yo, I was a fiend before I became a teen. I melted microphones instead of cones of ice cream. Music orientated. Oh, Someone okay. had couples right. originated and fitted like pieces spit. of puzzles. Complicated. So stuff like that. Ooh. And then um, you're better than Rob already. We <laughs> listen to on, stuff on, in the car. Hold on. Hold on, yeah, we did listen to because of my stuff in the car because I want them to know, you know what I mean? I got a couple gotta bars. Get, you got to get you know Liddy I mean? with your beats, man. But I'm not going to lie, it. I tell people like whenever I go to studio, because for me, it's, it's therapy. That's yeah. my therapy. Yeah. Of course, same. That's, that's know, me right? with live music right? and rapping. It's an opportunity yeah. for me to express myself, what I'm feeling, what I've been going through. And I tell people, I'm like, look, you know, I, you know, and I have, a, I have a really good friend of mine, T, she, she like, you got to stop telling people that you're not a rapper. Like, <laughs> like embrace it, be it, Own be it. it. And I'm Own like, it. I'm like. I'm not a rapper, okay? I want you guys to know that, so don't start judging me after I spit these bars, okay? Because if they're not good, you'll know. <laughs> Initially, from the beginning, I said, okay, I don't identify myself as that. But you love it. Like, I it do helps love it. I mean, it I, started, so I, I, I started writing music uh, sixth grade. I was, yeah. I was 12 years uh, old I love that. when That's I first awesome. started. The first song I ever made, it was myself, my cousin Lamar. My cousin Lamar has always been in the music. He... He's he's performed on stage. I mean, like he's he's done it all. We had this Macintosh computer, and he figured out how to not only record on the Mac Macintosh but burn the CD after you record oh, it. Oh yeah, love the CD yeah. burning totally. days. I oh, love that yeah, waiting. So, but the only, the only oh, thing so was you. It was a one. It was a one like one take, Jake. Like you had one shot, and if you messed up, you had to keep going because there was no editing. Like you couldn't like stop it, go back, take it out. It was like you you write this verse. Spit the verse, you can't mess up. So we had to like really like lock in. So the first song we ever made, it was, it was, uh, we used the the the, the beat, the instrumental, uh, Jay Z. Um, what's his name of the song? I'm a hustler, baby. baby. Uh, I just want to love you. Give it to me, yeah, Pharrell, yeah, yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used that one, and the song was called A Player's Life, because you know oh. at 12 and 13 years, he was 13, I was 12. You know, we knew how it was. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. Oh yo. Know, be a player. You That's know what, what you mean? shout yeah. out to the Bay Area. <laughs> Uh, what is it? a players club great. rapping forte? Right, right. So when did you when did you start you know rapping getting into, into the music and everything? So that's something I always have done as a side hobby, and I'm trying to amplify it this year as well. But I'd always spit rhymes in the backyards of like frat parties in college. Oh my god! And just, that's and start, amazing. And start Everybody. freestyling, and you being this like one Indian person at a relatively like American college, and shout out to Elon University, love you guys. Um, Everyone was like, who is this crazy person? <laughs> just Everybody. spitting bars and giving me a topic and just yeah. going off on it. And uh, yeah, I just kind of started doing that. But hip hop's been such a big part of my life, especially mm -hmm. being from uh, New Jersey, New York area. So I grew yeah, up with Tribe Called Quest, Nas's Illmatic, and Mob Deep's The Infamous, Biggie, Pac, even. And like, I knew that these people were telling the most raw and sincere stories that you could not get anywhere else. 400%. And remember, we had to overcome obstacles to get content. There was no streaming or anything. So right. I always felt right. very like exclusive finding it or slinging a mixtape from yeah. someone or yeah. a friend yeah. giving me this. So. Isn't it crazy how like nowadays you'd be like, oh, this this old freestyle from Big or Tupac has never, you know, yeah. never been seen before. And now All it's of a sudden YouTube, it's online. Yeah, you know, it's there and crazy. ready to go. It's uh, and that's what really made me fall in love with music. And I've been to over like maybe 800 shows in my life now recently, like Radiohead, I've seen 26 times. And like what's great is like I 
going to these shows is like going to church as well. Yeah. It's like I am there. I am in the moment. It is mm-hmm. like being in therapy for a year. That's like yes. medicine because you're embracing the beauty of this music has changed the lives of so many people around you, especially a band like Radiohead. Those tickets go faster than Taylor Swift One Direction like wow. tickets, you know, and you being there and sharing these memories with people of all ages, all ethnicities, all facets over this music and them grooving and dancing and them telling their personal stories within this music is why they've headlined Coachella four times. It's wow. why they're the what biggest fan. What was your first concert? My first concert ever was one of the biggest Bollywood actors out there named Amitabh Bachchan. He is basically like the Robert oh, yeah. De Niro of Bollywood. Oh, I love he's that. huge. If you Google him, he's like one of the biggest celebrities alive. And How old were you? I was four years old. Is at the Nassau Coliseum I in, nice. in New York. Yeah. Okay, okay. And I remember, I'm the same way. Mine was four years old, too. So. What, what was your first concert? Ario Speedwagon. Oh, yeah. That, see, that's a power <laughs> play. I was on show. my dad's shoulders, and I got a beer spilled on me. That Amazing. That was like my fir- mm-hmm, that's first concert <laughs> experience. But you keep going no no mine was just like Bollywood at its finest for some reason we had such a pipeline with like these traditional Bollywood celebs in the mid 90s and it was just so strange so we would go into all these things with these like big Bollywood actors so and all of a sudden it went away in 2000 I'm like yo who messed this relationship but but then it kind of came back like Bollywood got popular in America all of a sudden huge after post Slumdog Millionaire in 2009 it really skyrocketed now all the big movie theaters are playing Bollywood movies and Amazon Prime has one of the biggest Bollywood movie libraries and so many American people Mm. are watching it Netflix is working with Bollywood creators Mm -hmm. now so it's only on the up and up for Bollywood and I mean I love I used to dance also for like 14 years Bollywood dance and like that was like a thing that's how you socialized in New Jersey as an Indian teenager or kid or anything you just danced Bollywood with people and you would do like little competitions and you know people would take a year off and do that and do this but uh, it's a really big part of the culture and it's it's still great seeing so many Indian people today that are like doctors or lawyers or in yeah. finance and still doing dance classes like there's a huge Bollywood scene in Los Angeles right now oh big time there's these two girls yeah. uh, that run something called B-Funk every Wednesday at 9pm um, I think it's at uh, it's a NoHo uh, dance studio, I think, called uh, NoHo West or something. They get a huge community. We're talking like 100-plus people to wow. learn new Bollywood choreo to different things, and now they have like a million subscribers, and uh, their name is Shivani oh, and Chaya. Shout so out to B-Funk. Um, and they're like so okay, phenomenal at what they class. do. It's awesome. It's so cool. Man, like, it's, it's, a, it's amazing how multifaceted you are and, and all the things that you you know got yourself involved and, uh, you know, as a youngster, and I'm sure it, it, it's really, you know, helped you develop as a, as a, as a man, as a pro, you yeah. know, and, and making connections and communicating with different people from all uh, different aspects, uh, different places of the world, different yeah. backgrounds and things like that. Uh, I mean, I, that, that's truly amazing. I, I, and, and I really, you know, I really commend you for that. Oh, you thank know? you. So that awesome. means the world. Trust yeah. me. And just what. I think just what all of us are doing is is very important. We should mm-hmm. never discount that ever. You know, yeah. it's if you change one person's day with what we're doing, that's you know we're all storytellers, and that's yeah. my favorite part of keeping that on social and just thinking of new ways to tell stories too. Because mm-hmm. there's so much autonomy and there's really like no right or wrong way right. to do but something. You're so talented. You have the chance to sell out to a big company, you know, a media conglomerate, whatever it is. And you're still like blazing your own trail, doing your own thing, mm-hmm. making yourself a priority and what you want to do. Of course. That's and that, about, that's right? what, and yeah. that's what brings the hustle out. And you, you know, you yeah. gotta, you gotta just keep amplifying it yourself, have a good routine that yeah. works for you. But yeah, it's the people that you meet around you. that are going to make it. I'm, I'm so just beyond 100%. blessed with, with just with, what has happened 
with the traction of my career, what God has given me and what Man. just having the creating our own family here of friends. I'm just so blessed. We're all doing different things. Yeah. And that's what's so great. Yeah. Right. We can yeah. all help each other, call each other on the phone for anything we want. And that's right. where community comes from. Yes. Well, yes. and I love that because it becomes a community, becomes this camaraderie. It's not a competition. Like I know when I was younger, I even, I mean, pretty recently still felt like oh she got that job oh exactly. I see she posted that picture she's doing better than me she's more talented than me I'm never gonna get there you start comparing and that comparison will you be can't, the death that'll of be me. the death of you yeah. and that'll burn that'll burn you out honestly mentally right. exactly. like right. even though you're doing a great job if you compare it to this one person everyone has a different path yep. yeah. and that's that's something that's good yep. and it's unique and you're building yours yep. the speed bumps on yep. your path are what's going to build character out right. of you specifically yes. and bring out your best attributes you right. didn't even know you had man I, I, I you know when I was going through a tough time and I got to, to this point where I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to embrace my journey. Whatever that is, whatever God has for me, whatever he wants me to do, I'm going to walk that path. And it's unique and it's special. Why? Because it belongs to me. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that and that goes for every individual. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I, I truly believe that. And I think like, you know, I mean, obviously, there's always going to be some some level of, of competition. But I think well, more that's healthy. And more, and yeah, that's yeah. very healthy. Right? Yeah. But I think more and more people are transitioning into just doing them doing and, me. and whatever whatever makes them happy mm-hmm. you know and whatever they're passionate about not not necessarily what they have to do exactly anymore, or right? like the goal that you set when you were a kid because like for me it was always like well I want to be a journalist like I, that means that yeah. I need to do this this and this mm-hmm. well it doesn't look the same oh anymore. we don't we don't have paths of, of traditional careers are now breaking the norm we were raised to believe that we needed to follow this have a house yeah. at this age have kids, mm-hmm. kids at this at, age mm-hmm. do this mm-hmm. that's not that's not what the norm is anymore and and for some people it is and that's awesome and that's great, great for them yeah, and they should own that and 100%. that's wonderful but like we this is the thing we don't want to choose complacency as a path right now when we know we have so much in us and we still want to be students of the world right. like we're pro and mastered in certain things but we still want to keep our appetite for knowledge on the up and up and Absolutely. that's so pivotal for us to grow and just keep learning and learning the marketplace everywhere is changing i mean look at esports yeah. that's mm-hmm. its own I, billion yeah. dollar oh yo God. yo I mean, imagine when we were 13 what? if we were let able to get paid let to play video games be around Seriously. when i was a teenager bro oh it's my over gosh. It's, it's over nuts. i'll be a millionaire bro because i was raw yo playing, oh, playing golden eye playing golden eye man i should the hours i put into that or mario kart like oh um gosh. i should be making millions of dollars right now but shouts to ninja love what he's done man, with these sports yeah. all, all of the, <laughs> look, look i mean i used to you know i used to do like tournaments at my house we used yeah yeah yep. my guys mm-hmm. that are in high school halo like, tournament over, yeah, yeah. Yep. you know or madden right yep. you come over oh, have yeah. a madden tournament right everybody you know we might put in like five bucks or something like that you know it's like you know seven or eight of us or whatever you know and of course i would always win right i mean first of all it's at my house home field advantage you know you know it Number one. Your house, your rules. And, and secondly, like I mean, I mean, as much as we played outside as a kid, and I mean, when I was a kid, I mean, obviously it's really transitioned now. I mean, everybody's like on iPads and things like that. I, we used to go outside. I used to like uh, we played kickball in yeah, the cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah, you know, like hey, going not, outside not, was a treat and it was a reward if you oh did my, your chores. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. and then you knock on the neighbor's door and say, "Hey, man, you want to play? play? You want to yeah, play? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you'd know, ride so, your scooter down and yeah. hey, you want to come play? So as much as I did that, like I, I, I mean, I pulled all nighters playing video games yeah, too. Uh, so, I mean I was I was you know I, I felt like I was like unbeatable yeah. you know uh actually the the one time I did we I had a tournament one of the tournaments I'm so the one time I think it's a, a good friend of mine I, I want to say it was Garrett Garrett Simpson yeah what right? up Garrett yeah yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to G <laughs> yeah, Money yeah I think it was because you, t- yeah, you mentioned G Money that's his nickname 
and uh, he beat me. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and during the tournament one, one game, I was so pissed. I mean, I have this competitive, like, I'm a little bit of a sore loser as well. <laughs> and, and, and I kicked everybody out of the house. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there we go, man. I you got to take time to you. Everybody get out, man. Nah, because I'm not supposed to lose, especially in my own, in my own home. But yeah, man, if esports was around back then, I mean, wow. You know, but it's crazy how much it's, it, it's grown and it's really competitive. And then you have what's really shocking people watching other people play video games. That's, that's like, the, I know, yeah, on Twitch oh, yeah. and all the streams. You know, crazy it's how nuts. much that's going on, And right? anytime anyone tries to discount that or like, oh, that's a fad, I'm like, nah, dude, the stats prove otherwise. It's just like people, a lot of talent not trying to embrace TikTok, which is just the last, like... I want to embrace it. I just don't know how to use it. It's so much, it's so much fun, but it is like, it is the thing right now. Yeah, it is where it's going. VidCon this year, which is the big digital yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok was the thing. TikTok creators, TikTok forward, and it's essentially and it was it a dance me platform. Off because first, I'm so, like, yeah. if if I were in middle school and TikTok was around, I would have been famous. That's what I'm saying for sure. You got and nothing it makes but time. Me so mad. I always. Really? My, my, I don't know if I ever would have been famous. No, but no, no, but you would have been. I grew up a dancer. Oh, that's like, right. That's so true. I would have like. That's are you true. kidding? Because I used to make videos anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, you just gotta yeah. be goofy. Do goofy shit on it. That's what it's all about. Don't yeah. we'll make you. We'll make you TikTok famous in no time. We'll make it happen. That'll be my personal project. <laughs> I, I, but no I've looked what. on it. Like I love watching videos. I just can't figure out how to use it. There's so many different buttons and things. It's and, it's very made for the Gen Z audience, yeah. but it's like learning a new language when you think about it. Right. So it's not just you. It's just really learning what these buttons do. But remember, these kids, they don't... My go-to, if you ever want to answer to a question, and you can feel free to use this, is, yo, how does this person have a million followers at 17? How do they have this much time? And my go-to is... They don't have to worry about their credit score. They're fine. <laughs> the best, it puts everything in perspective. Uh, totally. It's not, people are like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, yeah, yeah. They, that's their only thing they do. 100%. They're doing that. They're hanging out with their friends digitally or whatever, not in person and seeing right. each other at school. Right. Yeah. Right. 100%. We weren't even allowed to have our phones out at school. Yeah. Like when nah, phones first all. came out. Oh, yeah, it's Not a huge, huge, huge thing. My my girlfriend lets their uh, her students have them out when they're working and listening to music. Uh-huh. But other than that, she'll take the really? phone away if you're on it in the classroom. She's a, yeah. she's a teacher, right? She's a, teacher. she's a high school math teacher, yeah. Awesome. Oh, man, yeah. so she probably awesome. sees a lot. Oh, so much. But she's such a mentor to these kids, and she's, like, their favorite. And she's so she is, like, the coolest person alive, right. too. So, like, right. it's very, like, she'll make crack you know she can crack jokes but it's so good at her job and explaining things in detail especially with math and you know you might not need this in your life but you need it now and you know you're gonna need this no matter what so just pay attention work with me so i can work with you right that's her thing i want to hit a couple points before we close yeah i want to go back to uh you know we were talking about tiktok and all these different things right it's similar with twitch you know my cousin just you know he just started streaming uh, all his video games and, and, and really he's the first person I saw like I'm like what are you doing he's like man I'm watching this guy play Madden you know I'm like what you know and, and, and so but he was telling me like man like when you when you get your setup and, and, and you got the you know you got the camera and you got everything going on for people to watch you you got your microphone and everything like that there are different um, like I don't even know what, what, what they're called but it's like you can score a touchdown. You can press a button, and then yeah. it'll it'll yeah. show some kind of meme, like yeah. Yeah. you know, talking yeah. talking trash or something like they that. They make their you know own I mean? emoji thingies. emojis. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, that's fucking crazy. It's dope. I know. That's and crazy. and we were talking about earlier last week how there are certain channels of women who will play games, but half of them, like before they play or whatever, just sit there. Just sit there, yeah. and, and people throw money at them. 
bands. So money. Hanging out. Yeah, make that coin. That. Make hey, that coin. Girls, collect. I mean, collect. 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 How bad you are. I, I, that, I don't, that, that part I don't understand at all. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Some bruh. people just need friends, okay? Nah, bruh. Period. Well, it's just like, have you heard of the mukbang challenges where it's just someone filming themselves eating a type of food and it's like, you're eating with them while you're like having dinner and they just talk for 30 minutes and eat a bunch of food and get millions and millions of views. I'm telling you, content marketplace shifting every second as we're speaking I'm, I'm, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm, start, I'm trying this to get This makes it. me just feel so better. old. I'm getting better. All right, okay. last, last, yeah. last, yeah, last point. <laughs> you talked about in college rapping, right? You go outside. Yeah. Somebody would give you, you say somebody would give you a, a, a topic. So like yeah. somebody would say like, Basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that what you mean? And then, and, then, and then you would start just, I just rapping yeah. about basketball. And then I just like come up with words and go faster yeah. and faster. Like basketball is my favorite sport, but yeah. I'm not going to be on a horse. Yo, why yeah. you be trying to chill? On my, and make up different words. Yeah, and yeah. People just be like, oh man, that's ill. Yeah. But then also another life hack was, <laughs> love my university. It was amazing. I got to learn. I think the best part about high school for me was I was in such a diverse neighborhood and mm-hmm. yeah. Princeton, New Jersey, so many, all yeah, different kinds of too. people and food. Yeah. yeah, exactly with the Bay. I got like spoiled with pop culture and music and film and TV. What I was able to be exposed to from art that educated me was a hundred percent of my surrounding wow. of people like that. And we knew traditional pop and stuff, but then I realized a lot of people don't know the hip hop I know, which uh, to me, in my perspective, was insane. How do you not know who Biggie is? And you're saying Lil Wayne's greatest rapper of all time. I love Lil Wayne. Shouts to Wheezy. But um, this was like 2008. Like, homie, you got to know. He was trying who, to claim it. He was, yeah, you know, he was, on, a, he was yeah. on a mission now. And, and it was like, Just yo. Just call me the best rapper. He was on exactly. a mission. Exactly. He knew it. Know? And Carter Three was revolutionary for that time. And. So then I would just go into like sometimes if they needed me to like it felt like an activation device. Mm-hmm. They needed me to just go on a flow for three minutes. I would just go into a tribe called Quest Deep Cut, there <laughs> and is. they would be like, "How did you come up with that?" <laughs> it would just go in, and then like then there was one person in my fraternity that was like, "I know, I know that was a tribe song." I was like, "Oh man, we should be friends." <laughs> like, <laughs> at least he let's go to shows. Didn't snitch on totally. you. Yeah, he ain't at he ain't be snitching. Snitch he knows. He knows. That's that's the, right. why you got to drop the bar. So All yeah. Right. <laughs> before we before we end the show, man, what's up, man? You got it. You got you got you got a quick eight bars in you or what? Huh? We got it. I can. Hmm. We can huh? we can go for it. Yeah. I'm gonna. You need a beat. You need. Me. I'm gonna hit one of my homies, Taizu How You. Okay. I'm gonna plug him at Taizu How You because he's got so many bars and I direct a lot of his music videos. Okay. Oh, and nice. we creatively collab. So that's one of my biggest clubs. But he's like, yo, no, I do not got it made. No, my parents are not paid. You're trying to get in the lane, but I'm trying to say simply you stayed. You could be mauling. You still shouldn't weigh in. Hey. Hey, that's wow. Raj. That's Raj <laughs> Ravel. Ladies and gen- gentlemen, part. I mean, part Indian. You everything. Bro. I'm everything, man. Every, I'm, I'm, I'm a citizen of the God. world. Very Indian. You know Bollywood. I just, we need to, I just love. Indians are up and up on the art right now. We're doing it. Yeah. Embrace your dream. Yeah. Follow it. Move to L.A. Be crazy. Move with no money. It's Raj fun. against I that do, machine. That's I, what we're doing. I do, you know what? Actually, one question just popped in my head. I'm sorry. Sorry to listeners. I, I wanted to ask this earlier. Where do people fail in social media? 
Like where 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 do you feel in like social they, specifically? I was like, you're gonna where, say where in Hollywood. That? I was no, like ninety five percent of people no, do. No, no. <laughs> like in in, 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 in in posting and, and content, yeah. like where yeah. do they where do they go wrong? What can they do? What what would advice would you give? So the best practice is, is be very conversational, be yourself. If you wanna write a long caption, do that. If you wanna write a short one, do that. Shorter the better, I say sometimes. Okay. It take like have your creative okay. juices flow to do that, but don't overthink it. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And when you post your content, don't think of how it's going to look aesthetic to my feed and all God, that I and all that. that. And mm. it's like, cause you do what you want to do unless you want to that yeah. you want a specific aesthetic. Like if I do a little to like be yeah, my brand, exactly. but I don't, I'm like, okay, every three photos, it has to be black yeah, and white and this yeah. thing. Like, mm-hmm. like that's not really going to make a change for anyone. If it's going to make you happy, do that. Right. If it's going to cause anxiety for no reason for doing that, then don't. But best practices are keep your caption short do your hashtags in the first comment, not in the photo, just to keep it clean. Mm. Do the four dots and one dot down, 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 mm-hmm. then the comments. Mm-hmm. 30 hashtags is the limit. Try to do six or something. <laughs> and then be, just be like, once again, when people comment with you, engage back with them. When they see you engaging with them, it'll make yeah. a difference. Answer DMs. Utilize the question tool on Instagram story because yeah. people mm. can ask really cool stuff. You can give great responses to it and people can get to know more of a personal side of you. And make your contact interactive on Instagram story. I cannot push that enough. That is the thing. That yeah. is the future. Games. People want to play games. Yeah. Push it. He says it. These are the games we play. He meant it. Yeah. Like, ask people this or that. Should I go here or there? Yeah. And you can get creative with it and just really yeah. have so much fun with it on wow. doing, do dumb stuff, you know? like Yeah, yeah be silly, right? Be silly. Be yeah. as silly as possible. You don't have to, like, and utilize your phone and film on your phone with it, like, don't pro shoot it. People want to see you on your phone. Totally. Like, I've noticed that like, people love it when I turn it on selfie mode exactly. and I just, you and know. And they just want to get an intimate lens into where you're at and you're the one that is the pipeline that is giving them an exclusive peak that no one else can specifically offer. Yeah. And that's what's important. So man, do that. That's great insight, man. Yeah. Well, Raj, we appreciate you being on Rob, the show, Rob, thank bro. you so much for having me. Yeah, man. Bridget, not Bridget. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I really, uh, you guys can follow me at ASAP Raji for any yeah. movie movie rant nonsense, music, industry tips, anything Follow-up. like that. And you're behind Tastemade. Yeah. Oh, oh, love, yeah. love, love. Yeah. All the love to I the Tastemade team. I actually Tastemade. Thank I, you. I get hungry every time. Yeah. I, That's all him. The most delicious content man. ever. Man, and creative, too. And creative. Yeah. We love it. It's a dream job. It's I absolutely like, yeah. too yeah. fortunate, too blessed. Yeah. All the love to them. Well, thank you guys so, right, so boss. much. Cheers. Till next time. Yep. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.